0: Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to Brown Bag Bets. And Andy, I hear we're back on YouTube. It's not our YouTube
1: channel. I'm actually over on the YouTube channel, just making sure it actually worked because <laughs> you know we'd we'd had this sort of stuff set up in the past. It was pretty easy to work out. So I will uh, I'm actually gonna post that from the brown bag bets right now. Um uh, look at this. this is this is live me typing out a tweet right now. Live oh, on live. Yeah, we need a we need a producer, man. Live what on the YouTube.
0: Best. There we well, go. Andy does that.
1: Boom. Yeah, I'm We're producing live Friday. as we go. We're
0: no, it is Friday. A lot of stuff Excited. going on. Yes, right? golf is happening.
1: Um, bowling yeah, Green sucked last night. But Seattle That's looked good. great. Yeah, I do. Um, I played a bunch. Uh, I think going forward, and the, I did want to mention this too. Going forward, I just didn't have enough time with all these conference tournament previews to actually be, you know writing something up, but I think going forward, it's going to be a little less busy with me for me. And I'm going to try to get my golf tournament matchups out a little earlier. I'm betting them so late. I'm probably not getting great numbers. Like I should be betting some of these earlier, getting better numbers. First off, I feel shitty about that. Second of off, I'd love to be talking about them on Wednesdays or maybe even Tuesdays. So we can, you know, maybe have some, if some people are looking for some golf action, I can give some advice on that outside of just, you know, the, I do talk on the, on the matchbook pod with James every week. But, uh, so hopefully going forward, not only that, but probably a blog doing a little informative stuff on the course. I'm not, I'm not so knowledgeable about golf that I'm, you want to like read a course preview from me. It'll be more of, I did this research already. Here's some things you might want to know about the course and where they're playing and, you know, uh, kind of if there's any funny rules, because it is similar to these conference tournaments. You know, everyone has some different rules and different stuff. Most golf is the same, but some are different cut lines. Some are, you know, non-cut events. Some are played on different courses throughout the, the series of the weekend. So, so there's some things you might want to pe- catch up on. So going going forward, a little more golf. Golf is going okay. I have one, uh, one matchup where my guy's losing by like seven which whatever I I didn't point. I I didn't points bet it. So I mean, it lose, win by seven, lose by seven. It pays the same, but uh, a couple of these, uh, a couple of these matchups are going to come down to it, but a couple are looking really good. Fading Ricky Fowler has been just delicious right now. So um, yeah. And welcome back to the YouTube crowd. I'm glad to have you. Um, We'll have more as we kind of move out of college basketball here eventually. And I don't have a lot of players today, just kind of some leans but i think we'll uh we'll start moving into some more stuff as we get more football content here moving into free agency next week in the draft and definitely some more hockey and baseball stuff so um sure uh, but it. you know what we do every man. Day, day we bet basketball we bet tennis that's right that's how we live how did tennis go yesterday
0: tennis is pretty good yesterday genie. Yeah, genie. i, I, I the actually after- turned the i turned on late. the genie
1: match Yeah, genie she kind of looks good again. I mean she looks good, yes, but she looks like she looks, looks good, she, lo- she looks she's like playing well for sure. She looks like she's trying. Like, you know, there's some times out there where she's just like, Oh, I should go play a tournament. Uh, you know, maybe I should go make I don't know if you have to like keep your tour card or whatever, you know, the mandatories that she yeah, you have uh, to have enough
0: ranking points. She can and I think that's what it is. Enough. I think that given that she maybe doesn't take it as seriously as a lot of people might want her to when she does play, she has to take it seriously because she has to come in yeah. a couple times a year, make a run at some of these tournaments. And she maintains enough ranking points to keep getting direct entry into stuff like this so she can maintain her career a little bit. So it's kind of a funky double edged sword where she doesn't play a lot and you don't really want to bet her. But when she's playing, she tends to play very well. And you kind of if you can find her in form, she's a great player to back. It's uh, like a lesser version of Madison Keys almost.
1: Yeah, I, I did watch part of the second set. Yeah, she was hitting well. She looked like she cared. She looked like she's trying. Wouldn't surprise me if she actually won the tournament. we we'll get to some tennis later. Should we start where we always start? In the association. Big weekend. Of big weekend of basketball. The
0: Wiz, it was. was big weekend of basketball. Last night was fun. Two and two. Got our team totals. The other stuff didn't go so well. The Warriors played like crap, and Boston kind of gave up at the end and didn't give us enough points. But – we move forward. I do have a couple plays tonight, but I thought it'd be good to touch on the slate. There are a handful of games that I think have some oddities that are good to sort of point out here. Um, I'll start with the games that I haven't played quite yet. Denver versus Memphis. Denver is, uh, again, having kind of a cluster injury here with both Millsap and Jermichael Green out. They still have Gary Harris out. As much as you might like them from a top-level talent perspective against a team like Memphis, Memphis has the exact opposite problem. That Memphis second unit is just going to beat Denver to death. So be a fun game to live bet as the Denver starters go to the bench, start to try to accumulate some you know, Memphis positions there. But I, I think you got to stay away from that game. Orlando, a seven-point favorite. I'm sorry, San Antonio, a seven-point favorite over Orlando. San Antonio, though, without LaMarcus Aldridge, he's waiting to be traded. And it looks like DeMar DeRozan is out. So tough to figure out what's going on there, especially with Orlando, who played well last night, frankly. Pushed the heat, which was good for our team total. And hard for me to put a finger on them. Miami, Chicago, Miami minus two and a half. Looks mighty appealing, but no BAM out of bio. And if there's no BAM out of bio, we don't bet on the Miami Heat. Houston versus Utah. If you got lucky last night and you were up, there was a uh, Utah, I think it was like minus 13 and a half, 14, something in that range. Uh, It's all the way out to 17. They should beat the absolute pants off of Houston, but I can't lay 17 points. And then the Lakers-Indiana game, just a mess. Um, Both teams kind of falling down here. Can't figure out who to fade. So avoid those. But there are two unders. we got two underdogs, Andy. We're going to start with the Cavaliers of Cleveland getting seven points against the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, New Orleans is a team that has struggled a lot as a favorite this year. I believe that there's something in the range of like four and 15 or six and 13 or something as a favorite this year. So you know, happy to fade them from that perspective. They were an eight-point favorite last night against Minnesota, a team that's worse than Cleveland, and lost by 30 points. They come out tonight on a back-to-back. Cleveland does not have that same problem. And they've only moved the line one point here. So very confused by this. Love Cleveland. They're going to get New Orleans on a back-to-back. Cleveland's a good rebounding team, which is going to take away um, New Orleans' biggest advantage. New Orleans enjoys a couple extra possessions every night thanks to those guys hitting the offensive board so hard. So like Cleveland here, Larry Nance Jr. is coming back to help them again and solidify what they've already done a good job at on the rebounding end. I think Colin Sexton's going to have a nice night tonight. So happy to grab the points here with Cleveland, Andy.
1: Are you get down with that. I need something Friday yep. night. Although uh, there's a lot of action. Like there's a, I don't know how, uh, how I'm adjusting the Eastern, Eastern golf. Like it just goes later. <laughs> right? It starts, it starts earlier, but somehow it seems to go it's later. 7 in the morning. Well, well, that's the thing. Like it's a bigger field. They did. They didn't have to stop the round last night, but as we get into, you know, later in the season here where the sun stays out later, we won't, uh, we won't have to worry about starting golf so darn early in the morning.
0: One more underdog, the Wizards of Washington, plus four and a half here. They're playing my Philadelphia 76ers, who struggle against guards like Bradley Beal. Beal's questionable, um, but it looks like he's been kind of upgraded over the last day or so. I do expect him to play. Um, If he does, this is a great number for Washington, a plus four and a half. We know Embiid is probably playing tonight, but even then, I would have this closer to like a two and a half, three-point spread with Embiid in and Beal in. Um, you know, again, Sixers really struggle to guard guards like that. And uh, Washington's just been a great team, night in and night out covering. So Sixers on a back-to-back here as well. Good spot for Washington. Happy to grab the four and a half. Uh, wait for Beal if you want, but I, I think we're going to be okay. So happy to jump in a little bit early and try to grab a number that I think will move towards Washington if Beal is announced in – I'm sorry, when Beal is announced in, and if Embiid happens to, uh, you know, kind of pull in Embiid, if you will, and be announced out late
1: these things do happen. That's why I hate the NBA so much. So, so, so much. I don't hate it. I just hate paying attention and trying to figure these things out. It's difficult. There's a lot going on. It
0: it is difficult. difficult. And that's it. You handle college basketball. You deal with all that crap. I'll deal with all this crap.
1: Good question here. Are you worried about Ben backing the Pelicans? It's clear that Bo is making his place now. A little of controversy before you answer that. A little controversy. (sighs) Apparently Ben is is getting help from... uh, the you know i mean it's a poker it's always been a poker uh, chat board for me 2 plus 2 but like uh, getting some help from some sharp players he's saying getting help with the number of plays he should play in a night
0: which optimizing seems... game theory and stuff Ooh, it's, it's yeah. all very odd i agree um so Irregularities. i replied, i have been blocked by ben last night after uh, being reinstated for some months <laughs> um when he expressed no um super Saiyan uh tweet or whatever, I replied, you know, congratulations to Bo, good work, and uh, was blocked almost immediately, so I agree. Bo is almost certainly, you know, kind of driving what's going on there. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Ben is... At some point, someone's going to make an amazing Netflix documentary about Ben and figure out if this is a real person, if it is like some sort of collection of sharps that are running some sort of joke on all of us. Like literally these are guys that are so sharp, they just tweet out the opposite of what they do from Ben's account, and it's just funny to them. I I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. He hasn't begged for money in a while, so
1: Or if it's the same person. I mean, there was a time he came back in the NFL season as a woman. And not like mm. in the, you know, not in the acceptable Caitlyn Jenner way, like pretending, pretending to be a woman on catfishy Twitter. Just to, yeah, Catfishy, yeah. So that, and then everybody who had DM'd him in the past just would click on that girl's DMs and see like, oh, this is a conversation I had with Ben like six months ago. This is Ben, so it didn't, it didn't pan out. Um, but, yeah, we will continue to watch as that goes through next Wednesday. But white-hot start, as someone said, from Ben the yeah, better. Not too worried
0: that he's on the Pelicans. Again, it seems like maybe the help is going the other way. People have found him out. Um, he's 8-0, so I'm not one to step in front of a runaway train, but we'll see how it goes tonight.
1: Yeah. And uh, college basketball, I'm done writing previews. Like I said, everything is going on. I have not won very many. I've had a couple in the finals. Um, let me pull up. I actually just, like, updated because, you know, I've just been writing these articles. I haven't, like, put a ball in the spreadsheet every bet I made on these outrights. Um, thank God for Oral Roberts. I got a 5-1 to one in the Summit League. Otherwise, I think I that's it for winners so far. I told you I, I wanted a two-way market in one of these, and I would have catched that. That would have been lovely. But I do have VCU, Colgate, and Norfolk State in the finals, either today Did or tonight. say tw- Virginia
0: Commonwealth. I have Virginia- VCU. An- I have VCU.
1: I have VDU. VCU, uh, Virginia Commonwealth in the finals. Slight dog. I'm letting that ride. For, I'm letting all that ride. I don't hedge anymore. Yeah. Colgate's a massive favorite. I like them a lot. And the same – a weird situation yesterday with – uh, a six-team tournament in the MEAC. Yeah, somebody actually just brought up Norfolk. So Norfolk was one of the best teams, but the way things got seeded, they didn't get one of the two buys. So it was two buys to the semis, and then the other four teams had to play a first-round game. Well, they there was some COVID, but it wasn't with one of the first round teams. It was with a team that had a buy into the semis. So whoever won the first round game automatically got, you know, $200 to pass go and go to the finals. So Norfolk won a game and now is in the finals of the MEAC. So happy to have them. I love that team. They're playing in their hometown in a pretty cool stadium known as the Norfolk scope. Looking forward to that one. Um, I think Colgate does roll and then VCU. Good shot. Otherwise, you see Santa Barbara, Nichols, Western Kentucky, Eastern Washington, Colorado State, PVAM, Ohio, Memphis, and and Utah Valley either in the quarters or semifinals of their tournament. So a lot to happen. I'll probably do a recap of everything I did and you know like lesson i was I was like to do a lessons learned i didn't get to do it last year because there was an abrupt halt to my conference plays but uh a lot of good games today like i said i don't have any super strong plays maryland michigan is under under uh underway right now I did like a look with Western Kentucky. This kind of goes against my numbers a touch because they like Alabama Birmingham, but right now I can't go against Western Kentucky. Nice short number there, so slightly lean that one. The other one was uh, Cincinnati SMU. Cincinnati was a team I kind of liked. That number's getting away. There were some sixes available early. I don't think those are around anymore. That one is the American Athletic. That's like three Eastern... Um Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech was a fun one last night. Um, where's the other one? So Ohio Toledo, too. I I obviously I believe in Ohio. I bet them like 10 to 1 to win this tournament. This is a super tough matchup. This is a super high total. These are some super shitty defenses. This total's like 150 something. I think might get into the 160s. I might look at like an uh Ohio team total over here rather than just trying to bet them to win or stay within the short. It's like two and a half, three right now. And I've already bet them to win this tournament. So I'm not going to lump any more on them uh, getting this game done, but Ohio team total over. It should, if you can find it um, the, I mean, the total is like 156. So you're talking 78 minus one half, so like 76 points, something like that. This is a team that can drop 80 any given night, and I'm not super keen on Toledo's defense. And Toledo's going to score. They're a really good team. They're going to press. They're going to press this uh, game to keep a uh, keep it at a high pace, keep it at a high scoring pace. Morgan State, Coppin State. Anybody tell me if I say Coppin State right? Somebody who is in the Baltimore or that general area. I think it's just Coppin. There's no other real way to say that, would think. But that's the one I wrote in my preview. This is like West Virginia, Oklahoma State to me. I can't tell you who's going to win this one. Like th- These were the two teams I liked secondarily and tertiary. Oh, Tertiarily? Is that a word? In the MEAC. And I just couldn't pick one to get behind. So this one, if you want to watch a really competitive, shitty game, in a low, low league. This would be a good one to watch if it's on TV later on. Uh, I want to bet Niagara today. Really, really do. My numbers love them, but my numbers have faded Iona at any given spot, and I think it's due to the small sample size I have on them from the season. So Iona is a small favorite here, I believe, and my numbers are far enough off to make it Niagara favored. Actually, it's... uh, Iona minus five and a half. Niagara hasn't been great. They never are great. They're just great at staying close on the road. So um, this one's a neutral down in New Jersey, slight lean towards Niagara, but I am not excited about getting in the way of the Iona no Purple
0: training. Eagles today.
1: Yeah, they're. I mean, Iona's just playing well, and not a lot of people knew what to make of them because it was they had four separate breaks for COVID. Uh, Coach Fatino got COVID. The fact that they have Coach Patino, you obviously have the best coach in the entire conference, having someone who's had the success he's had in his career. So tough to fade Iona here, but I think uh, that might be one of my favorite looks is Niagara staying inside the number. Nichols, Northwestern State, that's a big number. I'm going to look at that one live. I have Nichols to win the the Southland, I believe. So I'm probably staying away from that. But, uh, yeah. Somebody got Ohio at plus four last night. Good job, Birdie. That's yeah, that's a good number. That was a bet. I need to get more into the overnights here if I'm gonna, once we get to these small slates. Um, Tulane, Houston. Tulane's a team I've loved all year. If they can't shoot, they're going to lose by 30. But if they can shoot properly, they're going to stay within 10 this whole game. I don't care how good Houston is. 17 and a half, 18 might be a little much. Maybe a first half look on there for Tulane to keep it close before they get blasted. Houston has more to play for than just, you know, beating Tulane in the quarterfinals. They need a couple more games, although they're obviously in on an auto bid. And the last one is Seattle Grand Canyon. Seattle's a team I backed last night. I like them. I like the way they play. I like a lot of their metrics. Grand Canyon is probably the class of this conference, though, so... Tough to go against them. It's not a big number, but it is over two possessions on a neutral. Uh, and Grand Canyon did lose to Seattle. They split this series in the season. Um, so I could I could make a small case for Seattle plus six and a half. Otherwise, I didn't make anything super official, um, but I'm fine with uh some of these leans here. And then UC Santa Barbara minus ten and a half. Hopefully they just win. A lot of the ones I have to advance my my outrights uh eastern washington's a seven point favorite prairie views a six and a half memphis is seven santa barbara's 10 so hopefully just chalk prevails i don't care if they cover hopefully all those teams make it to the final and i have a shitload of finals to bet on or to watch that i've bet on for tomorrow via yeah. outrights so that's kind of my take and uh yeah
0: what do you think of this I, I like this from our buddy mr colvin here uh, mixed feelings for the folks down there in Kentucky with Ricky P. in and, and them out. Any any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, no, if if Iona runs the table, and Iona can, there's nobody in the MWAC that's like, Far and away, super great. Like, I think the other semifinals, St. Peter's Mer- or maybe they're in the quarterfinals, and I'm no, it is, it is. This is a semifinal. Iona is a six and a half point favorite to make the final, and it would be versus Saint Peter's. And I think Mer- Maris got the shit kicked out of him. I'm thinking of another team. St. Hey, Peters is a high school team. Well, oh yeah, that's a that's a high school team in like <laughs> New York too. St. Peter's and Fairfield. Fairfield's not good. Fairfield shouldn't but be in the semifinals. You. So yeah, Fu Fu is probably going to get after, Uh The Peacocks don't play defense though. That that's an interesting one. So be interesting to see who comes out of this conference. One of the, some of these small ones, you can have goofiness. But man, Iona's path is wide open. So that would uh, that would feel weird if uh, you know the Bluegrass State gets shut out here. Actually, Western Kentucky is getting in. Go Bowling Green um Bowling Green, Kentucky. But Western Kentucky's probably getting in, but the the major teams in the bluegrass state getting shut out while Patino is taking the Gales to the tournament, that would be pretty funny. So, bracket show Sunday? I don't know if to think about that. Um there will be a bracket contest we're working on. Possibly a Sweet 16 contest as well with some cash prizes on the app, on the site, something fun and free for the tournament, outside of just you know your whole home brackets that everybody fills out. So that's it for basketball. Enjoy this weekend, championship weekend, and let's close it off with some more tennis winners.
0: Let's do it. Dubai's happening right now. So nothing in Dubai. But we'll put a pin in that because we know one of the finals is going to be Garbino Muguruza. So as we've done all week, let's go back to Mexico to Guadalajara. And I'd like to start with um, you know, kind of a derivative market here. As I look at the matches themselves, uh, Jeannie Bouchard, who we mentioned, is playing in the semifinal against Elisabetta Cotteretto. Two women that we've had success on betting on this week. The market's done a nice job. They have Genie as a short favorite. The total's a 21 and a half. Hats off to the, the bookmakers there. They did a good job. I don't think there's anything, you know, we can do there that's actionable.
1: Wait, time, Sarah,
0: out. So time out. Time out.
1: rolled, by the way. Like, that was a good plus number. I, wanted to, I forgot to give you props on that. Betting the <laughs> – that, well, that, anyone who didn't find that or didn't bet that yesterday, that alternate spread, the underdog to cover by, like, four – that came through in spades so good job Coach and, and thank
0: those. you very much and, and we like her quite a bit we'll be back betting hers if they continue to give us some of these numbers the other match is Marie Buzkova against sa tormo Tormo is someone I like to attack despite some of the success she's had this week um but the numbers are tough here um you know Buzkova's minus four games um I'm not really feeling excited about that the total's a 20 and a half that should probably be 21. So kind of staying away from an under there. But what I do like is set unders. Um, one of the things you can bet in tennis, you know, we been betting full match totals. You can bet on the total for an individual set. Um, the number is almost always hung at nine and a half in the WTA. Sometimes you see a nine at the ATP level. Sometimes you'll even see a flat 10. But nine and a half is kind of your standard number here. This is a smaller tournament, so we only have first set. If you have a second set under nine and a half, bet that too. Um, I was unable to find one early this morning. I'm going to look around once we're done and see if I can find it. But first set, under nine and a half. um, I found a minus 140. I would actually play this at minus 155 or any number better than that. Both of these women play very, very short sets um you know their average set is way down the amount of sets that they have that go under nine is um you know some of the highest amongst any players in the wta so i think we'll see a very quick set here under nine and a half six three or or better um kind of cross our fingers and hope that buzkova serves first here you know one of the things that's kind of tough is we don't know who's serving first and six four um yeah, it's a bit of a coin flip yeah, it's a little bit of a coin flip, but I think again we're looking at six three six two here, regardless of who serves first. So happy to grab the first and under nine and a half, and then we're gonna do something a little funky here, Andy. You know, I mentioned that I didn't love the the spread of minus four, but the money line on boost Boozkova minus two hundred is very appealing to me. Um, trying to find something to do with this. Honestly, I might just play it straight up. My plan for now is to put it in an open parlay, try to see if there's something I could plug in with it tomorrow. I have her um, closer to 250 and even deeper as I start to tweak some more things and look at some situational type stuff. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait and see what the Muguruza line opens tomorrow. Garbina Muguruza won her semifinal today. She is going to be a favorite in the final over Barbara Krejcikova or Jill Teichman. Krejcikova up a set and a break as we as we talk right now. If Muguruza opens anything, you know, it, with, with a minus – that starts with minus three, 300, 325, 350 – I'm taking that. I'm going to put it with Miss Boozkova here. I think there's a chance she probably opens closer to the 400 range. So maybe stay away from that and try to look for something else. But it's just a value here in this number at minus 200. So take this, maybe parlay it with something else that you like. Again, I'm going to probably put it together with Muguruza tomorrow. Um, I'll send that out on the Birds app. Make sure you follow me there at Alex Christensen with no space. You can also find Andy at Andy. and He posts a bunch of stuff there too. But We'll grab the first set under in this Eight. match, Andy, and then we're going to take this money line and, and link it together with something later.
1: I like it. And as always, thank you to our sponsor, WinBet. Make sure to sign up. More states coming soon, but New Jersey, Colorado, and Michigan, the Wolverine state. You can get yourself some free bets up to $1, bets. a $1,000 for that free Uh risk-free bet. And then also quick before we go and wish you a happy weekend, Um, some tweets coming out now, and I'll be talking more about this later on Twitter and probably next week too. You know, you're seeing some of my content on the Bet spurts app because I work there and that's where, you know, uh, you don't have to work there to put content down anyone. And you know, this is the way they phrased it earlier. I like the way they put it. Anybody who's ever wanted to produce content, you don't have to go even make your own website now. You don't have to worry about finding a blog or doing anything like that. We have done most of the work for you. If you have any questions on this, feel free to tweet me, DM me, figure figure out uh, on your own. If there, There's also some videos that you can watch too if you're not someone who likes to ask for help. It's not that hard. But if you have a Betsperts app account already, all you have to do is create a page and once you're at a, you create a page, you can start to create blogs, videos, and podcasts on there that will automatically be thrown into the content, uh, you know, the feed there for anyone to find. Then you can share this stuff to social media and start to kind of build a brand if you are looking to, you know, start doing some writing. It's a good way for, and I told someone who's just starting to do this, like this is a good way for someone to find you. Like we're going to be looking for writers eventually. We're going to be looking for more featured writers. Other people will be looking for so. You know, if you ever dreamed about getting into the industry, this wouldn't be a bad first step. I'll be talking about this more in the coming week. And again, uh, so check it out on the BetSports app. Hit me up with any questions, and you know what? Have a good weekend. Whatever. Let's get uh, let's get some brown liquor in me. It's it's going to be beautiful this weekend here. It's like 50s and 60s. No, it's so warm. Two more days, the and then it's gonna and then it's gonna snow on Monday. So we're back, back to laughing. winter after a couple 60s. days. We live in cold
0: places, people. Give us a break.
1: Yeah, I know. Sixties is awesome. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Have a good weekend. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, Thanks for the hang. Damn right, I'm gonna barbecue some steaks. Probably brats tonight on the grill.